It was the fortnight before Christmas, and all through Cape Town, we were waiting for Santa, but mostly for ESCOM Stage 4 to come down. Forget Rudolph the Elves and even the dream of a light dusting of snow. None of these matter too much when the power grid is running low. Temperatures are soaring and to the beach we'll be heading. You can keep your white Christmas. We'll take one with no load shedding. Boney M's Christmas carols don't quite work in this African heat, but dropping them all makes Christmas feel quite incomplete. So I propose some Capetonian changes to the festive songs we sing. These will make us more jolly more than the day we first got Burger King. Change Christmas tree to Table Mountain and the word snow to rain. Trade mince pies for KFC and we'll start to feel cheerful once again. Switch Santa's workshop to Canal Walk, the North Pole to Table Bay Mall, and we'll exchange Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells for a plain old rugby ball. Swap reindeers for stormers, but I think we'll keep the mistletoe. I'll still take any excuse to lean in and kiss my fro. <laughs> Though the petrol price is up and interest rates are bringing us pain, England might have the white Christmas, but at least we beat them in rugby again. <laughs> Twas the fortnight before Christmas, and though our economy goes further in debt, here at Life Changes, this will still be the best Christmas yet. Welcome to Christmas Carols here at Life Changes. My name is Gabe Phillips. I'm married to this beautiful lady, Fiona. And uh, as I look out across this amazing uh, venue full of people, I just want to say, whether you're visiting or you call Life Changes home, it's a huge privilege to host you here today. We really love the privilege of being pastors in this amazing church. But there's a phrase that has leapt up in, in, in most South Africans' vernacular over the last couple of years. It feels like uh, when something shocking happens, there's just this phrase that comes out of us. It's this phrase that just says, there's no way. There's no way. For example, when, when somebody told me a couple of weeks ago, they said, Gabe, it's December. I had to take a step back and go, there's no way. How, how did the year go so fast? It's like if I rewound three or so weeks ago and I was to tell you, that Morocco would be in the semi-final of the World Cup. Come on. But three weeks ago, we would have said collectively, there's no way. Rewind to the beginning of the year. If I told you at the beginning of the year that Will Smith will be in the headlines of the news, not because of a hit new movie, but rather a hit of a different kind against Chris Rock, you would have said, there's no way. Rewind seven or eight years ago, and if I was to tell you that a certain um, reality TV star would have been American president not once, but maybe even twice, you would have said, there's no way. And most scandalous of all, if you had rewound over a decade ago and told this guy they would be married to that girl, I would have told you, there's no way. There's no way. But I want to tell you more seriously, maybe you're sitting here at this time of year, I think that phrase takes on a new meaning. When we shake our head in dismay at load shedding, lockdown levels, and, and, and lockdown, sorry, whoa, rewind, rewind, rewind. I know some of you had a nervous sweat right there. What are you talking about, Gabe? Interest rates, petrol prices, etc. But maybe even more personally, you, you sing it today, and beneath the veneer of the tinsel, the smile, the carols, inside, you, you're looking at your relationship, your marriage, your addiction, your internal crisis, the grief that's grabbing you by the throat and you seem kind to shake it and you just like feel like there's no way I'll be able to return to normal again. 
There's no way that marriage will see the light of day again. There's no way that our finances will be in the clear again. There's no way there's a future for my kids here. And that phrase becomes a reality. But today in the short time that's allotted to me, I want to ram home one simple and yet cosmic and earth-shattering point. That when it seems to be no way, God always makes a way. And I, and I want to just declare that simply to us today. So why don't you turn to your neighbor very quickly and tell them, there's no way. Tell them if they look good, looking good, say, there's no way. I thought I'd sit next to someone as good looking as you. And if you are a husband and wife, there is mistletoe somewhere in the ceiling. So take a, take a chance. Why not? What you got to lose? Very briefly, the Christmas narrative starts in, in the similar dilemma as I said we're facing right now. But the people of God have been, uh, from the end of the Old Testament to the start of the New Testament, there's been 400 years of silence from God. And it feels like God has forgotten them, left them to their plight where they're being plagued by the Roman Empire and they're feeling like their whole way of life has been shrunk down to such a small uh, little moment. And every one of them, as they've been waiting for this Messiah, long promised Messiah, they say again and again, it seems like there's no way. There's no way that change is coming for us. But after 400 years of silence, the good news of heaven breaks in. And if you were to tell those people who'd been waiting for years and years and years for the Messiah, that the Messiah would come, and then you follow it up and saying, but he'll first announce himself in a town called Nazareth, they would have said, there's no way. Nazareth, there's no way. Why? Because Nazareth was not some high-flying celebrity town. Nazareth was the petrol station pit stop on the way to your holiday destination. The place where you stop to buy a pie, a coffee, and then you carry on. It's a one-horse town. It's uh, 50 to 100 people max were living in this town called Nazareth. So eternity breaks in and tells the people of the good news of Jesus in a town called Nazareth. So much so Nazareth literally means separated. Nazareth was so separated, so backwater, that they still right now are using Mixit and MySpace. <laughs> They are still, still confused about, about how the series lost ends. They don't know about that reality because it's so backwater, they are separated. So if you were to tell a, a Jewish person waiting for the Messiah, the, the Messiah will come to a place called Nazareth, a place of disqualification, a place that was so on the by and by that actually no, no good thing comes from Nazareth, they would have said, there's no way. But the Christmas story carries on as Mary receives that news with great, great joy and her and her husband Joseph and nine months pregnant head to a place called Bethlehem. Now Bethlehem is an incredible place that's the polar opposite of Nazareth. Bethlehem was a place of prophetic promise that's spoken about that the Messiah would have something to do with Bethlehem. And Bethlehem means house of bread, a place of provision, a place where you can run to to find safety. And that's what Mary and Joseph would have thought as well. As they arrive at Bethlehem for the census and to have the baby, and they're gathering there around with family, they can imagine. But as they get there, they find no room in the inn. No room in the inn. No room in the inn. Can, can you make a plan for us, sir? But, and he says, no, you don't understand. We've got a whole bunch of people in town. There's just no way. There's no way here for you to find accommodation. Airbnb's full. Formula One's full. All the relatives that you've been saying, hey, you promised I could sleep on your couch, they're blue ticking them. No response. So much so that Mary and Joseph, in their disappointment, a place that had promised much, house of bread, becomes a place of disappointment. And they have to go away. And if you had said to them, Bethlehem will be the starry moment for you. In a stable, they would have been sitting there with the cows, the sheep, and the lone drummer boy going away for a solo in the corner. They would have said, Bethlehem, 
There's no way. Then if we fast forward the narrative, Jesus is born, but because of a political uh, despot, a dictator named Herod, who wants to kill all the young firstborns in the nation, they have to flee for their safety to a land called Egypt. And now let me tell you, for a Jewish family to head for safety in a land called Egypt, they would have said there's no way. Because Egypt was the site of their nation's greatest defeat. Where for 430 years, millennia before that, the nation had been under siege, had been in slavery, and they don't want to go anywhere near Egypt. It's like taking a Jewish person and saying, you're going to go and find safety in the place by the, where the Holocaust happened. It just wouldn't work for them. In the, in the light of their greatest defeat, they're in a place called Egypt. And if you had said to him, Nazareth, this place of disqualification, Bethlehem, this place of disappointment, Egypt, this place of defeat, that's where the Christmas story is going to take place and be birthed. They would have said, altogether, there's no way. But that's the incredible thing, because actually when we realize this is heaven's agenda, Jesus didn't come to a palace or to a person of prominence. It didn't come to a mountaintop or to a monastery. Actually, we find, as a great uh, writer, Luke writes in the Gospels, and as a great Cal writer put to song, they said he was born in a manger. And the story, the song is entitled, Away in a Manger, because of some romantic ideation of away somewhere there in Israel in this beautiful scene, surrounded by angelic forces, surrounded by the animals, in great victory, Jesus was born. But let me tell you, I don't believe it's away far out there in a manger. I believe it's away in a manger. That there were, there's no way, but God said, I'll make a way in a manger. In a place that's been despised, a place that's disappointed, a place that's disqualified, a place that's defeated, I'll make myself dwell in that place. Yeah. And this is the incredible reality of Christmas. And I want to land it for now by telling you a story that just so shapes our family. About over five decades ago, my mother's dad passed away on the 16th of March. And it was a traumatic death as he passed away. And uh, there was this a great angst in her heart. And, and for a long time, she thought, will I ever be able to find peace again? And she, there was this almost a narrative would have been like, I was so close to my dad, there's no way. There's no way. Just the ache in my heart, the grief in my heart. But that was nothing until a couple of decades later when they, my family got a phone call one night. And it happened to be on the 16th of March again. Chance would have it that her brother had been killed in the most dastardly of ways in England and he'd been killed and this was the pain the trauma that came to them that that date the 16th of March became a date of fear disqualification disappointment death and defeat and they didn't want anything to do with it there's no way but then another decade later in 1997 we received a phone call in Harare from the police in Durban saying that my my dad's mom had been in a fatal car crash and she had passed away believe it or not the 16th of March. And in our family, we weren't superstitious, but we started to say things like, beware, beware the Ides of March. We were happy-go-lucky, but as we approached that date, the grief, the trauma, the fear, the anxiety would grip us. And we were like saying, that date, there's no way that that date will ever hold joy or peace again. There's no way. And that was until the year 2017, two more decades after that last phone call, was on that day, not the 15th of March, not the 17th of March, but on the 16th of March, my first baby was born. And her name was Olivia Grace. I tell that story and every time I think about it, I go, there's no way, there's no way 
that that coincidence lines up. But I'll tell you where there seems to be no way, God says there's always a way. There's always a way. And we named our little girl Olivia, meaning a derivative of peace, and grace, meaning undeserved kindness. So we would know that that date that it held horror, that it held disqualification, disappointment, that becomes separated, we don't wanna do anything, there's no way can be redeemed. That day was redeemed when God put a little baby in our arms. And no longer do we see that day as defeat, we see that as a day of great celebration. I wanna tell you today, God says, if you up, your backs are up against a wall in your marriage, in your relationship, in your finances, in your spiritual walk, in your battle with addiction, and here you're smiling, but inside you're going, there's no way. There's no way I can make it through the next two weeks. There's no way I can overcome that grief. There's no way I can move forward in my life. I wanna tell you, a way was made in the manger. And this is an incredible thing I wanna tell you. Jesus came not just to be born as a cute little baby. There's no little baby I'm putting in your arms today. I wanna tell you, Jesus was born so that he would die. And there was another place where he died was called Golgotha, a place of great death where every disqualification, disappointment and defeat collided on a hill called the skull. And as Jesus died there and everyone said, save yourself, and he refused to. And everyone says, there's no way that this man could be Jesus, the Messiah. There's no way because he's not saving himself. But I wanna tell you, our story finds a way because of a cross. Today, I wanna tell you this, that the Son of God became the Son of Man so that sons of men might become the sons of God. I'd love us to close our eyes in this moment. I really believe that this whole thing might be a setup for one or two people, maybe more, but people to reach out in their, in their timidity, in their fear, in their anxiety, in their depression, in their worries of them saying, there's no way I'll find sleep again. There's no way I'll find rest again. There's no way I'll find joy again. There's no way I'll find freedom again. I tell you, today, you can be washed clean. Today, you can be set free. Today, you can have joy again. Right now, with every eye closed, I'm gonna ask you in this moment, there is a way. Maybe you say, there's no way. I wanna tell you, there is a way. There is the way, and there's only one way. Jesus said, I am the way. He says, I am the way, the truth and the life. There is no other way. There's no other bandage you can put on the pain. There's no other thing that can soothe your guilt. There's only one man named Jesus who was born in a manger, but who died on a cross. I'm gonna count to three, and if you today say, Jesus, I need you to make a way where there seems to be no way. I'm gonna to count to three with every eye closed. I'm gonna ask you on three to lift your hands. One, where everything screened, there's no way. Two, Jesus is still the way, the truth of the life. Three, would you lift your hands to Him for freedom today? Father, I thank you for these hands that are lifted right now, I pray. In the area of businesses, of families, in the area of, of depression, in the area of addiction, in the area of, of, of the enemy who has stolen from us, I thank you right now as we surrender and we say, Jesus, your way, not my way, but your way. I yield to your way. I thank you in the area of our sin right now. We say, Jesus, wash us clean. Wash us clean. I thank you, Father. Meet these people right now. Why don't we all pray this together? Say, Jesus, I believe in you. You are the way, the truth, and the life. I come to you now because of your blood on the cross where there was no way. You have made a way for me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
We love you, Jesus Christ. We worship you in this room. And I thank you, Father, right now. Awaken hearts as we sing, as we worship you. Would you move in power and redeem what the enemy has stolen? Where there is no way, you always make a way. We adore you now. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to take your next step or find out what is happening in the life of the church, head over to our website or follow us on social media. Cheers.